podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. special episode of the Rock Chalk Talk podcast. I'm your host, Andy Mitz. As many of you are probably aware, and the episode or the, the title of this episode is going to give away, uh, we are all reacting to the surprise firing of Shane Zinger that happened this, this Monday morning. Um, we uh, the, the news hit us just like everybody else. We were ecstatic for a while, and I immediately thought, well, this is something that's good to podcast about. I actually have another episode that uh, was supposed to be our first episode of the summer session, um, but that's going to get pushed back. Well, that'll probably be coming out either tomorrow or Wednesday now. All of the things that Mike and I talked about in it are just as applicable as before, but uh, we just had to get this out to you. What we're doing for you today, and we're actually going to have another one of these tomorrow, uh, I got three of the guys from from the staff at Rock Chalk Talk, um, talked with them to get some reactions to how the news came to them. And kind of what this means now for football coming into the year. So uh, today we got we got Mike for you, then we got Kyle Davis, and we got uh, Steve Fetch for you all today. So let's go ahead and get over to the first one. First one we have for you is Mike. All right, Mike. Well, you know, it, for those that uh, everybody obviously knows what's what's going on by now, but uh, we are recording this just minutes after the news dropped that uh, Shanzinger has been fired. What was your reaction to that? Uh, who's Shanzinger again? Yeah, we can just erase him from the entire you know <laughs> history books, right? I would like to. I really would like to. Uh, you know, it's been well documented uh, on on RCT that uh, you know we're in the worst stretch of Kansas football history. Uh, and from a guy, from a self-professed football guy, I'm going to fix football. Fix football, quote unquote, was his exact quote. Uh, and you know, seven, seven years, eight years later, here we are in the worst stretch of Kansas football history. And for those of you who are familiar with Kansas football history, that is saying something. Uh, if you think about the, the, especially the 1980s, uh, the 1990s weren't great either. Uh, it, they had a couple of decent years, but anyway, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting off the track. Uh, yeah, this is a great day in Kansas football history, or at least I think it's going to be a great day in Kansas football history. Uh, if we can get a get the right guy in who can uh, who can you know actually fix the football program, I don't have any idea what this means for the for the stadium renovations or the raise the chan or any of that stuff. But uh, you know, I was I just happened to be scrolling through Twitter when the news broke. I saw Jesse Newell tweet two minutes after he tweeted it, and I just about dropped my phone. I was just the timing's a little odd, but I mean, this is great. I, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, I, I definitely agree the timing is a little weird. Uh, I was just walking through the grocery store, actually, and, and happened to see the text blowing up from all of us at, at Rock Chalk Talk talking about it. And I, I, I almost the same reaction as you did. I almost dropped my phone, like, right there in the middle of the floor. I yelled out and got a lot of people looking at me. I'm here here in the middle of Virginia, and everybody's just like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was absolutely fantastic. So that kind of begs the question, though. You know, we've, we've, we've been talking about how Zenger and Beatty are kind of tied together. Um, you know, that we didn't think there was any way that Beatty was going until Zenger was fired. So what do you think this means for Beatty this year? I mean, he gets this year. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I mean, I, 
I think the leash just got a lot shorter, obviously. Um, you know, we were kind of talking back and forth earlier, I think, uh, about, you know, well, you know, two, two wins, uh, you know, even three or four wins, uh, probably gets Beatty, you know, another extension or at least another year. Um, and it, you know, if they're semi-competitive, two wins probably gets in that. But now, I mean, now I think he has to get, I, I mean, I think he has to beat that, beat that Vegas over under there. I think he has to get four or more, uh, and possibly even hit a bowl game if, if he's going to keep his job because, uh, you know, I, we've, we've got to get, I, I assume they're going to want to get a new athletic director in before, you know, within the next three months before the fall semester starts. Um, and, and that person is going to have to evaluate the football program. And if, if they win three or fewer games, I, you have to fire the coach, don't you? I mean, you have to. I, I have to think so. Makes me wonder how much did Vegas know? Did they know that this was coming? Cause that's the only thing I can think of as to why they would have put the over under three, but um, you know, now, now I think it's a realistic number to think that there's a possibility. Like, I still think that they don't win three, but I, I do think that it definitely causes uh, some, some issues there. So, um, all right, well, I, we'll go ahead and leave it there. You know, I'm, I'm going to be getting everybody else in here too. So I, I don't want to take up too much time with each individual person, but uh, thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Andy. All right. All right, and now that we had uh, Mike there, let's go ahead and jump right on over to Kyle. Okay, and, and now we have Kyle Davis, who has joined us multiple times during the basketball season. Um, Kyle, you know, I just want to get your reaction when you heard the news that Zinger was fired this morning. How, how crazy did you react to that? So I, I wasn't as crazy probably as most people. Uh, I think that ultimately it's probably a good thing for Kansas to, like, it's it's hard to get you know as excited as you want to get. It's kind of hard to when you know the circumstances that surround it. Like he's not going to get fired unless Kansas football continues to be really really bad. It's kind of a bummer to think about in that regard. Like, yay, we're celebrating, but we're we haven't seen anything uh, change too much yet. And the real question is going to be who they hire next, and if that person can actually be uh, a guy that can turn it around because. You know, Zinger was a quote-unquote football guy, and it didn't work. So what comes next is really going to be the uh, interesting part and something that you can get excited about. Yeah, I think the most interesting about, part about what you said, though, is, you know, we expected this to happen after another absolutely abysmal football year. Like, that's what it was going to take to get Zinger fired. So then I think to have it happen now is what's most exciting about it, is that it did not take us being an absolutely horrible football team for another year. Like, now now Beatty could get some improvement, and if he can get some improvement, we don't have to worry about Zinger, you know, kind of holding things up and making excuses for it. So, um I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely an exciting time, I think. So so then that kind of takes me into the other question I have for you is, um, what do you think this means for, for Beatty and for the football program this this year? I mean, I think that it, it is a bit of a statement that, you know, this can't be another four or five year thing that, you know, the guy who, the guy who gave Beatty all of his uh, votes of confidence and the extension and everything is now gone. And so I would imagine that David Beatty has to be a little bit, uh, on his toes knowing that this is probably the year that unless you see, you know, the, the, uh, Chancellor called it out in his quotes, I think about, about not seeing enough, uh, progress. And I mean, think if, if you don't see progress in terms of, 
a multiple game win increase, maybe another at least one more Big 12 win this year, then that is probably, you know, going to be the guy, because uh, I'm guessing whoever the new athletic director they bring in wants to get his own guy in there anyway. So, uh, yeah, Beatty and the team, there's going to be probably a lot of pressure to get uh, some fairly significant progress going in this year, or else there could be a lot more changes. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with that. I mean, I definitely think we're we're looking at some sort of change, whether it's Beatty starting to perform the way we thought he was going to perform or we get a new football coach after this year. So um, it's crazy to think that this is actually happening given, you know, all the all the lamenting that we had during last year's football season and, and in the off season. So all right. Um, any other any other final thoughts on this firing? Do you just want to go crazy for a second? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I, I feel bad for the guy because because fans are you know pretty excited that he's gone, and you know it, it just you know sucks to see like a lot of joy come at someone's expense. And I know that he did some good things in terms of, especially you know, in terms of. Um, the facilities, and I think, you know, he was involved with Rock Chalk Park and got the McCarthy Hall and all that kind of stuff, so it's not like he was just terrible all the way around, but it's like, when, you, when you're when you brought in for, as a football guy, to fix football, and it's one of the two sports that you, you know, and, and it is the sport you have to get right, when you don't, then that's, you know, it doesn't really matter what else you do, like, that's what you're going to get held accountable to. So, yeah, I feel bad that, you know, he's he's rightly getting crushed um, so I do take some sympathy in that, but it, it did have to happen considering, you know, that's the stick you were measured against, uh, and he came up short. But, again, it's going to be interesting to see who they can get, you know, to, to replace him because this is um, – Some weird timing, it, yeah. It's not going to be an interest, and it's not like it's going to – I mean, this is still going to be a hell of a job to try and turn around um, – you know, even more so than when he took over in 2011. That yeah. Whoever whoever comes in next has uh, has a lot of work ahead of them. So that, that'll be interesting. I'm not. Ex- I mean, I think it's good. And you know, I guess they are in the middle. Of, the first thing I thought of is they're in the middle of this giant raise the champ fundraising effort. I saw a couple people tweet that you know they're making a donation to raise the champ now that he's gone. So like, if we want to look at a positive. They're trying to get this $350 million going. I'm sure there will be some fans who are excited that change is happening and might donate whatever little bit they can, so maybe that's a positive. Uh, and so, yeah, that could give whoever comes in next a little bit of a head start from that perspective at least. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree. It'll be fascinating to see how they – move forward with this so um, you know we are we're actually already seeing guys talking about who, who the next football coach is going to be so given but I mean you know we, we we tend to do that a lot even when it looked like Beatty was going to be here for another three years so um, right. it would be fascinating to see what's what's going on so, okay well thanks thanks for joining me Kyle and uh, the, hopefully we'll we'll uh, be able to talk a lot more positivity in, in our football uh, discussions later so thanks again that's right optimism yeah exactly alright bye thanks and finally, we saved our, our longest one for last. Um, we'll, we'll get you right over there to Fetch. All right, and I'm joined now by Steve Fetch. Uh, Fetch, what, what were your thoughts when you heard the news that Zinger had been fired this morning? Listen, it's, it's been a while uh, since I've had a good Monday morning, uh, but this, is, this definitely qualifies. I mean, I'm sitting here morning, my Winnipeg Jets getting knocked out uh, of the NHL playoffs. And I can't really think of anything better, at least in terms of the world of sports, uh, to make me feel better than to have 
no more Shanzanger, and I got to imagine uh, no more David Beatty, at least after this fall. So definitely just a, a mood of elation and celebration. And um, I know everyone talks about they they don't like to you know hear about people losing their jobs and stuff, but Shanzanger was making plenty of money to where I, I don't feel bad for him uh, at all. I would definitely trade him in a heartbeat, regardless of where he ends up after this. So I think we can focus. Uh, 100% on celebrating and probably 0% uh, on feeling bad for, for him or David Beatty or anyone else uh, associated with the program. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel bad about people losing their jobs for incompetence. I like, if he had performed better and they just ended up firing him because they, you know, there was like a, one or two things that he they didn't like that he did, maybe I'd feel bad for him, even with how much money he makes. Or, you know, a guy that gets laid off, even if he's making a ton of money, like I can feel bad for those kind of people. But if you Absolutely. if you are as horrible at what is stated as your main job requirement as Zinger was at getting the football program back, then yeah, I don't I can't feel sorry for him at all, even if it's you know even though he is losing his job at this point. So but yeah, so uh I mean any uh like literally what was the first reaction when you read it? Because like I was in the grocery store when I first read it. And I literally went crazy right in the middle of, the, of a grocery store in Virginia, and everybody was looking at me really weird. Like, you know, it was, this is like 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. So what about you? It's kind of funny because I was, I was actually sitting uh, in the car wash, and I was waiting to drive, drive my car into the thing. And uh, I was listening to uh, a podcast about whatever, uh, I think Westworld, and I was checking Twitter, and I got a notification pop up from a guy uh, on my personal account because uh, I had said something to the effect of, you know, yeah, I'm just waiting to take over for Fran Fraschillo when he retires because I mentioned something about the NBA draft. And then he tweeted me back and said, oh, don't you want to be KU's next AD? And <laughs> I was kind of thinking to myself, like, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. I don't know why he would say that. And I was going to make some kind of a joke like, yeah, I could probably do both considering how well, you know, Zenger's doing at his job. And I log on to Twitter and I see it and I just, I drop my phone, first of all. <laughs> and uh, good thing my car was in neutral uh, while I was on those little uh, roller things taking you through the car wash. Because I'm pretty sure I would have just sped forward without any kind of care of who or what was in front of me. Uh, it probably would have caused some sort of a pileup. So uh, right place, right time, I guess, for me. But yeah, it was just like, it was surprised because I don't, really think that I ever expected it to happen, um, at least not until he had, you know, one year left on his deal probably, but just just surprise, just happiness, uh, just a great day for KU sports, that's for sure. Yeah, oh man, it was absolutely fantastic. So, all right, so kind of the big question that comes out of this is, you know, what do you think this means for David Beatty and for the football program this year? Well, I, I tweeted uh, from the from the site account that I think Beatty probably needs to go to a bowl game to save his job at this point. I think based on what's happened uh, the last couple of years, I think we all know how likely that is. <laughs> right, so right. I, I think this is the last year uh, of David Beatty, whether it comes at the end of the year or whether it comes midway through the season, a la Charlie Weiss remains to be seen. I think if he strings together, maybe two wins in the non-conference, I'll probably just, give him the rest of the season uh but if he comes out and loses to nickel state and then uh central michigan i think that it's probably going to be over for him before we even get to conference season and then we get to track uh private jets from wherever and and go through a coaching search 
yet again, I think we're we're becoming veterans uh, as a fan base with the whole football oh, yeah. coaching search. Yeah, yeah, I do think that a lot of that is going to depend on how quickly they find a replacement for for the AD. Um, you know, obviously, the interim AD isn't really going to do anything unless it's kind of his last thing on the way out the door is to fire David Beatty. Um, but that's going to, you know, require the chancellor's approval for that, I think. Um, you know, so however long it takes them to fill that, like if, if, if they get to August, you know, and already have a good idea of who it's going to be in there and they're ready to announce that. then I could see maybe like September, like the end of September, beginning of October, they're, they're thinking about maybe moving on because they'll have a chance to get acclimated. But, you know, if it's not until October that they're actually getting the AD in, then he, I think Beatty gets, till the end of the year, regardless of how, how well he does. So Yeah, and I think one thing is that because of this news coming right now, the the next football season is kind of a lost cause regardless of what happens, I think. So the fact that David Beatty can get some of these bigger-name recruits in the door, uh, Tony Hall obviously a, a big part of that, it might be worth it to, to keep them around, even though I think anyone, even you know 18-year-old kids who aren't the smartest people in the world, um, can see that this is probably going to be his last season. Uh, at least by having a, a head coach, you can probably uh, avoid having a horrific recruiting class that would happen if, say, you know, Clint Bowen was the interim guy and, and you knew he probably wasn't going to get the job. So I, I just think maybe for recruiting aspects, it might be wise to to keep David Beatty for one last season and, and uh, you know, suffer through that just for the potential of, maybe getting a, a little bit better recruiting class for whoever uh, takes over for him. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think too, you could make an argument that if you do decide to get rid of him, it probably makes more sense to make like Doug Meacham, the interim head coach, um, a guy who is at least new enough to the program that you can make a legitimate argument that he has a decent shot of being the guy, if he can do something or a decent shot of saying that even if he isn't the guy that takes over as head coach, he's at least going to be able to stick around on the next, administration and I mean if they get rid of Meacham and Hull at this point um, you know I think that's a, that, that's a problem because those two guys are the best uh, chance we have at any kind of continuity to, to preserve any recruiting class so but of yeah course, I said you know, I said let's just let's just make Tony Hall the interim head coach I mean it's obvious I mean, I'd, that I'd all the okay guys that. like him and I think he can you know who knows screw it what if what if he's awesome you know who knows I, I doubt he will be but I think it would be uh, at least a, a throwing a bone to the players that, you know, hey, we want someone who you guys are going to support and someone that you guys like, and that's hopefully going to prevent a, a mass exodus of transfers and hopefully would help the recruiting class going forward. So I think that's I'm, – I'm officially uh, Tony Hall for KU head coach 2018 only. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know that you can obviously give him anything kind of long-term. I do think – if you if you make him the you know interim head coach, you pretty much guarantee that Meacham's gone after this year. So, um, of course, ideally, you know, I'd be okay with Beatty winning five games, not making a bowl game. So a lot of these guys stick around. We have something fun to cheer for, and then the new AD decides. Well, I don't know that we're really still seeing enough progress and decide to go with someone new. Bring in a uh, Munkin, right? <laughs> there you go. Absolutely, yeah, I'd be all for all of that. So if that went exactly how how it went. This year, I would be completely happy with that. All right. Well, any uh, any uh, final thoughts before I let you go? No, I think I'm gonna I'm heading back uh, actually to my office right now for for more celebration. So woohoo! Yeah, nothing like celebrating in the office in a place that's nowhere <laughs> near Kansas, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, have fun. So that's it for today. Um, most of my reaction kind of got caught in there with those three, so I won't. 
spend a lot of time here talking about this, but uh, we will be back with a few more people tomorrow. Um, I believe we got David and then uh, Fizzle and and uh, potentially, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to try to get Grad in here at some point too. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have more more reactions for you tomorrow because there's just so many people to to actually get a reaction to. Uh, the one thing I will say is that I do think that this uh, accelerates the timetable for Beatty. Um, we definitely are going to see um, some accountability this year for him. Maybe it kind of makes it impossible for him to stay. Uh, I read a few articles out there that kind of say that this puts the writing on the wall. If he's somehow able to get a good result, kind of like I talked about with Fetch, um, then maybe he gets a, he gets an opportunity to stick around for another year. But to be honest, just the way that the, the football situation is, I'm not I'm not sure that I would plan on it. So uh, looks looks like we finally got what we asked for. Hopefully, it turns out as well as I really think it will. So, uh, but. Thank you guys for joining us for this really quick extra version of the Rock Chalk Talk podcast. Uh, make sure you guys do pay attention. We will have another reaction episode coming for you later this week. Uh, and we also have our normally scheduled first football episode. Uh, I'm going to get that up for you guys shortly because it's talking about some of the uh, programming that we have coming up here in the next couple of days. So, uh, you know, guys, make, make sure you're paying attention to that. And we will catch you next time on the Rock Chalk Talk podcast. Podcast Network.